and good day to all of you. How soothing and empowering would it be to lead with authenticity and grace? Pretty cool on both fronts, right? Well, that is the focus for today's podcast as the Business of Life Masterclass episode is all for you and all about being authentic and having a grace-filled life. So greetings again, everyone. It's Debbie Lundberg, performance coach, remote work rock star author, and the founder and CEO of Presenting Powerfully. Herb Zant here, founder of the lifestyle brand and blog, The Stay at Work Mom, and media sales leader. Debbie, this is a topic that is both exciting and intriguing. You and I both regard authenticity and or authenticity. <laughs> that'll work. Gracious kindness, highly. So it's most memorable to have our guest on for our listeners today. So who is that leader that's with us? Well, sure thing, Barb, as challenging as it can be for both of us to get some of these <laughs> things out when we're excited. So I may have a challenge because our guest is someone with over two decades of experience in business development, marketing, and public relations, community affairs, spanning from major nonprofit organizations in Tampa Bay and Los Angeles. But wait, there's more. She specializes in one of my favorites, team building, and you've had the experience of getting to be with her for that, as well as revitalizing the awareness and affinity for regional and national organizations based in the Tampa Bay area. She has a tremendously well-honed focus on strategic innovation in sales, event planning, public and private partnerships, and marketing. She's been a resident of Tampa for over 18 years, and those who can see her will be amazed trying to figure out how that's possible. Uh, she's spoken to international audience about how to best leverage social media to promote brand, engage customers, and provide solutions to common communication issues. So please, Barb, welcome one of my trusted and valued running partners. So she's out there bright and early, the star of many theatrical stages and the chief advancement officer of the United Way Suncoast, Carrie Getz. Hey, everybody. This is so exciting. I have to say that I was so incredibly honored. I have been, I you know that longtime listener, first time caller, but a longtime fan and just <laughs> Honored, I I will say that for the most part, I don't tend to suffer from imposter syndrome. Uh, but when Debbie asked me to do this, I I am honored to be a part of uh, the the long list of illustrious guests you have had, and certainly have learned a lot from them. So I hope I uh, I hope I meet all of the uh, all the expectations that have set before me in this program that you have. Absolutely welcome, Carrie, and we have no doubt that you will. We asked you on today because you're pretty much an expert in everything from marketing to community affairs and even communication issues. And you know what? That's really important for our listeners. Who doesn't need help on those communication issues while leaving such a grace, gracious and authentic life? We're super excited. Glad you are here. In 10 words or less, what made you want to be on our show specifically today? Um, like I said before, I, I, I've been listening and I do have the honor of running with Debbie before the sun comes up. And so sometimes I get to hear a little bit of the architecture that goes into this program. And I, I find this to be incredibly inspiring. I, I you know, uh, part of authenticity is just accepting the fact that we are all ducks. And uh, no matter how calm and cool and collected somebody looks, we know that there's a lot going on under the water. And so I know this was more than 10 words, but uh, I, I, I'm happy to be part of the duck and I'm happy to show you what happens under the water. <laughs> 
<laughs> Sounds good. Well, well, quack, quack, Carrie. Here we are moving on to the Business of Life Masterclass Podcast 4. As you know, as a thank you for being a listener, these are the four questions we ask every one of our honored guests to please answer for the insight and inspiration of our listeners. Are you ready, Carrie? I am so ready. Okay, number one, what time do you get up in the morning and what is your daily routine to get your day started right? This is an excellent question and one that I'm going to answer uh, a little non-traditionally because as my running partner, you saw this this morning, it's not what time I wake up in the morning, I'm finding it's what time I go to bed the night before. This is becoming more and more important to me and something that I have really taken a focus on as our lives sort of became less, less scheduled with the pandemic, I was able to really get to bed a lot earlier than I had and be able to turn off those devices and not have that, uh, that distraction right before bedtime and quickly learned that while eight hours of sleep are recommended for most grown-ups, I'm a nine-hour sleep person. And I really do know that I, and I feel diminished if I don't get those full nine hours. And so I do like to get up early, like Debbie and I do run before the sun comes up. And so that can be as early as 4.45 in the morning, some mornings, but really the latest that I, that I find myself sleeping into is probably about seven, but the average day is between 4.45 and six, I would say. Um, I do have to get my sweat on. Uh, so if I'm not running, I'm on a Peloton or I'm doing yoga or I'm walking the dogs around the block. It gets my, my, to get my body engaged, gets my brain engaged. I, I drink tea, not coffee, believe it or not, when you're as jazzed up as me, I don't need caffeine. Um, and so that's part of my morning ritual is my cup of tea. And uh, I am, if you know, I was old school until the pandemic. I have just recently had to move to an electronic paper. I actually liked touching a paper in the morning. Uh, but now I do find myself going through my electronic newspaper um, that I read in the morning while I drink my tea. And, and then I wake up my son and uh, get him ready for his day. So that's all mommy time up until probably about uh, seven o'clock when I then get him up. You get a lot in before seven o'clock. I know that. So, so wonderful message to our listeners about the night before and planning ahead. So Carrie, number two, other than that evening to morning routine, we'll call it, what is something that you believe if other people would do, it would set them up for success? A lot of times Barb calls this that extra oomph and special sauce. So what do you have for our listeners and for us? I have a really cool thing and, and I'm going to, so I'm going to hold up the book where I got this because I, this is not me. So I will not, I, I, one of the things I, if you're going to live off authentically, you don't lie. So this is where I got this from. So um, Neil uh, Pestrica wrote a book called You Are Awesome, and you are awesome. Um, but he does a, an exercise every morning, and I do it before I sign on to my computer. So I do it when I'm at my desk. Um, this is a get your head into the game for work. And I write out three things in my, I brought my little journal here. So for those of you listening, I'm holding up a little journal. And every day I write, I am grateful for, uh, I will focus on, I will let go of. And um, we all know that gratitude journals work, but you know, it's that idea. Well, if one works, maybe three other things will also work even better. I am grateful for something each day. I, I set my intention, my focus for that day. And I let go of something. You know, uh, there's, I love the metaphor of bouncing balls and some balls bounce and some balls are made of glass. Boy, what, forgive yourself at the top of the day. What are you going to let go of? And that grace that you give yourself in that moment, um, I think really is a, is a great way. So every morning before the first meeting, what am I grateful for? What will I focus on? And what will I let go of? 
All right, I see Barb smiling and writing notes. I'm sure this will come up. So thank you for number two. Number three, Carrie, who or what has been the biggest influence in your life, respecting that you shared that book with us? Could be that, could be certainly something else. Your success, your continued focus on making your life all that it is. And importantly, what have you done with that influence? So my what is improvisation, uh, comedy improv. I was very blessed. I started my life out as a performer and was very blessed to be a part of Second City Hollywood, um, which is an improv improvisational comedy house. I taught classes, I performed, I directed. I, I really immersed myself in comedy, sketch comedy. And the beautiful thing about improvisation it is built on the foundation that no matter what you say, yes. Um, yes moves the action forward. Yes, and not only moves the action forward, but um, it, 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 it enriches the idea. So you say yes, and you build off of it. And I do find that in my life, I find myself saying yes, and as much as I possibly can. I don't want to stop action. I don't want to stop momentum. I don't want to stop good ideas. And I don't want to stop uh, a voice from being heard and having floor. And so for me, improvisation truly is my uh, is my my North Star. And it is something I continue to do. I still do team buildings. I still go out into the community and spread that, that improv gospel as it can relate to how we work, how we interact, how we communicate, how we build teams. And then I also teach a course. As a matter of fact, I'm really blessed. It's coming up in about two weeks. And now that it's Zoom, I don't have to fly up. Uh, I teach a class at Wayne State University in the MBA program based on improvisation. We we play games, uh, we, we build laboratories of leadership and play games around them to test out uh, management management philosophy and management theory and see if it, see if it works whenever you put it in, scenario, in real world scenarios. Yes, and I get to hear a little bit about that sometimes and look forward to more of it. So thanks. Last question for me, at least. While number four, while our series and ultimately our master classes really focus on the positive, much as you've done, Carrie, it, we're, we're all about moving forward. Is there something in your leadership, in your travels, in your influence and and the, the training that you do and, and coaching with improv, is there something that you're noticing that you wish people would stop doing that would enhance their lives and for them to move forward? It's in general, it's people who apologize. And I try to, I try to not, I try very hard. I apologize myself. I'm just as guilty of it as everybody else. Um, I think I've gotten a lot better about it, but we just, I, I did it today. I opened up the door as the same time as a woman on the other side. So, you know, there's that moment of surprise and I apologized. Like, why? Why did I do that? I really just that 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 knee jerk instinct that you've done something wrong and you need to apologize for it. And I think that is if there's something I can wipe away, not only do I think that um, it would put us in a much, a much stronger position in just life, but it would also make the times that we do need to say I'm sorry so much more relevant because I'm sorry are two very powerful words and they should be treated with the weight and the respect and the dignity that they that they have. And unfortunately we've made them almost throwaway words that we, we, we say without thinking. And so there should always be an intention behind an apology. Um, and that is one thing that I wish people could stop doing. And I, I will put myself in the front of that line. We are right there with you. I know I'll say, please forgive me if I've missed something because that I'm sorry, you're right, you lose the, the gravity of the truth, the authenticity, to use one of one of your brand words and your your personal foundational words, is that 
the I'm sorry sometimes like my joke is if you're at the grocery store and somebody wants eggs and you're grabbing milk and they say sorry I'm like please don't apologize for wanting eggs it's excuse me right all right well thank you so much Carrie I see Barb ready and eager I'm sure to share a lot so Barb Thank you, Carrie. That was definitely uplifting and inspirational. And I wrote a few things that I would like to get with Debbie next week and possibly do. And one of them, the non-traditional morning time. I love that. And I absolutely, that sleep is so important. So I'm going to dig in there a little bit and really figure out what my number is. You mentioned nine. And so I am, that's, that's my thing. Yes. And yes. And <laughs> I definitely see that Debbie pre COVID, we talked about doing some improv. So yes. And mm -hmm. check that out. I'm ready. And, and you know, just the uh, apologizing that's become an automatic. So that, that's something we're, we're going to dig into. So, okay. If that was not enough for our listeners before we wrap up, Carrie, what is your final thought, please? This is a closing statement or even one single fact that our listeners didn't learn about or don't know yet. This is such a, yeah, I was, I was wondering which way this was going to go. So I had a couple of different ways that we were going to look at this. And, and I think one of the biggest things is I, I want to really stress, you know, I think authenticity and grace are so important every year. My new, I don't do New Year's resolutions, but I do New Year's themes. And 2020 was authenticity, and boy, didn't that that aged well because uh, there is nothing more authentic than the fact that you know if if people are watching this Zoom, you are in my home. Welcome to my house. I now know all of my coworkers' pets. <laughs> I, I I certainly have come to a place where there's a level of authenticity in the work that we do, and as a result of that, in the way that we work, there's also a level of grace, and that's what my 2021 word was, and so. I find that both now sort of feed into each other. And grace is a is not only a, a state of being, but it, it's a state of acceptance in others. You give you, you extend your grace to others. And by doing so, by allowing yourself to have that empathy um, and to give people the opportunity to just be where they are. You know, I work in the nonprofit space and one of the things that we do when we talk about services, meet people where they are. And that's grace. Grace is meeting people where they are. So that's what I always encourage people, you know, no matter what in, in the interactions that you have, ask yourself ahead of time, where are they? How can I meet them there? And how can I show them grace so that we can find the common ground to do whatever it is that that I was tasked to do, the universe wants us to 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 accomplish together. So that's that's my final, that's my final leave you all with some grace. <laughs> well, thank you, Carrie. Thanks for meeting us no joke, on Zoom, as you mentioned, and meeting our listeners this way and providing so much guidance through the form of inspiration, like Barb said. So please know, listeners, you can stay connected with Carrie Getz on all social media at Getz Busy and Carrie Getz, most everywhere. So you will find her. It will be in the show notes on the spellings, K-A-R-I-G-O-E-T-Z. So that is there for you now and will be Similarly, you can follow Barb and me on Instagram at the Business of Life Masterclass. Same on Facebook. Barb's at the Stay at Work Mom, and I'm Debbie Lundberg, most everywhere. So if you like the positivity, purpose, and overall what you heard, if we've earned it, please rate us five stars. We are committed to providing you with five-star guests like Carrie, as I'm sure you're filled with a lot of energy and her grace and authenticity. 
So stay tuned for our follow through show in five to 15 days about how Debbie and I did implementing Carrie's ideas. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Business of Life Masterclass, the podcast for successful people embracing every chance and experience all you can in business and in life. Listen, choose, do. Thank you.